Here we he go. says go. Warning. Warning. This podcast contains explicit language. And spoilers. T-Nerd T presents Nerd Theater. Listen to your favorite nerds as we dissect, discuss, and rate movies. Sometimes we even nerd rage. Rage. (laughs) Whether it's sci-fi, action, drama, or fantasy, we got you covered. T-Nerd And now, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Gray. Okay, holy cats, we are here. Well, hello, welcome back to Nerd Theater. Oh my God, it has been so long in coming. I am so happy to be here uh, working with uh, with Kente, and we're doing a we're actually doing a twenty four hour podcast here, and this is going to be episode which episode is this, John? Uh, Fifty four. 54 recorded January 20th, 2019, almost three years since our last episode. And we are bringing Nerd Theater back here. Uh, we're doing like a, a dual podcast. So on our own network and we're on Kente's network doing a live 24-hour podcast. So I hope everyone's able to join us. Um, if not, well, Nerd Theater is back. And before we go into um, my host, I just want to mention we're going to be reviewing the Aquaman movie. Yay, Aquaman. Yes. Aquaman talks to the fish like Aquaman can. Sees a tuna really big, grabs it then, punches its head. Watch out. Here comes the Aquaman. Woo! Now, if you haven't listened to this podcast in the last three years, I well, almost three years, I like to sing a little song to kind of introduce the movie we're talking about. So let's get in my hosts here. Um Ladies and gentlemen, you may know him from our other podcasting uh, adventures on TNRT Studios. He is the king of the north. He is the one, the only true Stark. He is bald. He is Canadian and Greek. He's also single, ladies. <laughs> he is General Jonathan Stoma, Stark lover. Welcome to the show, pal. Thank you for having me, Chris. My first nerd theater. I've always listened to this podcast, so I'm excited to be here. At the- to you. Oh, boy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so next, I would like to introduce, last but not least, the one, the only, the lovely and talented, the uh, co-host of the Hockey Hour, who is also part of Total Nerdtaker Studios. She is my lovely sister, Julie. Hello. How are you, kid? I'm tired, but I'm 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 here. <laughs> this is the earliest podcast we've done in all. Of I don't think we've ever done a podcast this early before. <laughs> well, I did one time when we worked with uh, I had an English English chap. I worked with years ago, but this is going to be a lot of fun. So Did you have Earl Grey tea when you had the English. Oh on? yes, Earl Grey, <laughs> hot, not warm. A spot of Earl Grey. You don't like Earl Grey? John? I said a spot of Earl Grey. Oh, yes, sir. Yes. I like Earl Grey. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, it's not bad. So you may be familiar with some other podcasts from uh, our our network. Behind the Iron Throne is one of them. If you like the Game of Thrones. But I'm um, really excited to bring this podcast back from the ashes. So let's talk a little bit about the Aquaman movie. Um, first, I would like to go over some of uh, some of the statistics. John, could you give me uh, when the movie was released, please, sir? Movie released on December 21st, 2018. 
Wow. Uh, it was just, PG just, rating. Just yesterday. Yeah. PG rating, uh, runtime of two hours and 23 minutes. Is it? It was John, direct. John, is it me or are these movies getting longer and longer? It, it, this movie felt a little long. A little. Billy, did you feel like it was a long movie? It was so long. I couldn't wait for the ending. Really? I was like, I was done, dude. It was like, come on, get to the end already. Do you remember at what point you felt like this movie should be over? And should I mention that there will be spoilers? So if you haven't watched this movie, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Probably like an hour into it, I was like, okay. Really? Yeah. John, did you feel the same way? I think it could have been maybe 20, 30 minutes shorter, but I think it's also the pacing. I think you can have a long movie, but if it's paced right, there's no problems. This I don't think... I could have done with 30 less. Okay. Well, there was definitely some cuts they could have made. So what kind of directors and writers do we have, John? It was directed by James Wan, and it was written by David Leslie Johnson McGulrick and Will Beal, and of course, Je story by Jeff John. Now, this movie had a hell of a budget between 160 and 200 million. And so far, the uh, yep. movie earnings, and I want to thank John for pulling this up and putting in the show notes for me. Uh, the movie earnings was about $1.37 billion. So, you know, a lot of people naysaying on DC saying they're not making any money. They made money on this movie. Holy cats, or should I say holy fish, they made money on this movie. Maybe not the best Marvel movie to date. You mean DC? Or DC. Oh, did I say Marvel? Yeah, I meant DC. Not the best DC movie to date, but uh, I think that's that's pretty if, good. Yeah, I think for, and considering it came out like about a month ago, that's yeah, not bad. Yeah, but think about it. In the, in, the all, in the all realm of scheme of it here, they got lucky on this one grossing over a billion. They got lucky, to be quite frankly honest, because remember the hype for Justice League and it basically shit the bed? You know, and now you, I don't know. It's just, I think, well, we'll talk about it, but it, I think they got really, really lucky. I don't want to say shit the bed. I'm excited because I'm a DC fan. Anyone that follows. The yeah, but podcast. dude, Justice League was garbage. I, I, well, I want, I think it was, it was okay. okay. It was okay. I mean, it was nice seeing, finally, for the first time, we get to see all the characters together. Well, a lot of the main, you know, DC heroes together. Um, you know, we're going to review this movie uh, probably very shortly, to be honest with you. It was nice to see them together. And I think that DC is trying to play catch up with Marvel. But um, I think that they're, they they did it in a couple movies, but they they didn't do it in, a, in most of their content. And I think they're animated stuff. But like this movie here, I thought was OK. Um, and we're going to rate it towards the end of the show. But I mean, in terms of I mean, let's look at it this way. They took a character from the DC universe who has just started to get some popularity, I guess, after it was the New 52. And they made him from the person that nobody ever wanted to dress up like as for Halloween to somebody that everyone really likes now. I mean, they casted uh, uh, Jason Momoa as as Arthur, as Aquaman, and I thought that that was brilliant. I think he did a fantastic job. Uh, I loved him in this movie. I just think that some of the lines and the writing was kind of crappy, but it still it grossed a lot of money. It seems like people liked it for the most part. I don't I don't think it did too bad, John. I liked it. Uh I, I really liked it. it. It was it's Aquaman. I'm not really familiar with Aquaman that as much as I am with Batman and, and the other characters, but I think it was great, even though 
let's be honest, Jason Momoa is not the best actor in the world. He did a good job. Okay, I, so and some of the other actors I kind of like too. We'll go over the actors in just a second. Julie, do you agree with that? No, I hated this movie. <laughs> so you flat out <laughs> thought it was hot garbage. Completely thought it was trash. Holy yep. shit. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't. I. It was it, at one point. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I have to finish watching this." Like, I was literally done. <laughs> it was right. that crap. It was garbage. So, um, do you want me to read a brief uh, synopsis? Uh, this is the short description from IMDb. Uh, Arthur Curry learns that he is the heir to the underwater kingdom of Atlantis and must step forward to lead his people and be a hero to the world. This kind of this kind of came out a little bit corny in my opinion. I mean, I, I enjoy, like I said, I enjoyed the movie, but I felt like it was underwater Indiana Jones a little bit. Um, uh, there was some weird, you know, uh, scenes of the movie where, um, uh, what's her name? Nicole Kidman says, you have to be more than a king. You have to be a hero. And I'm like, who wrote this crap? Like that was terrible. And like some of the scenes, yeah, that was kind of scene lame. where he's standing under the waterfall and he's standing there, and there's that brief hero turn moment where he turns around and look behind him. <laughs> like <laughs> it was so tropey and dumb. I was I'm watching this, I'm like, that is just stupid. And I feel like in 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 uh in the Man of Steel, you didn't get that as much. I feel like even in, in uh the Justice League, you didn't get that that I mean, there was corny scenes, but not like that. So there was some corny stuff. However, there was some stuff, some bit uh some fun bits in the movie. Like when um, uh, Aquaman, Arthur Curry, is having uh, a beer with his dad and they're in the bar. And, you know, that whole fight scene, you know, oh, man, they're going to have a fight, you know, oh, boy, oh, boy. And the next thing you know, it's selfie moment. And I thought that was kind yeah, of that was about like the highlight of it. But the whole thing, like the thing that got me with the whole hero part, that that line could work in like Superman, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Aquaman. Fucking Aquaman, hero, be a hero, Aquaman. And what? What's funny is he's already a hero. He stopped Steppenwolf. Why do you need to well, be a hero already? You're already a hero. That line doesn't make no sense. Steppenwolf. He helped stop yeah, Superman. Steppenwolf. Didn't show up. Nobody was stopping shit. Oh, come on, but we'll review that movie later. Here we go. Later. Here we go. But you're not wrong. He is, he's already go. a hero. Um, being the orphan of your of your world underwater. Uh, makes him kind of more of a black sheep character, uh, which I which I like. I like the way that they spin the the Aquaman, and uh, I just thought that some of those scenes were were just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, you could have you could have been you could have done without that. You didn't need the whole, you know, seventy year old Nicole Kidman going be a hero. Like you didn't need that. Now, She's not seventy. I'm just saying it. She looked really. She looked really ratchet in this movie, by the way. She looked mad ratchet. Do you think so, John? I don't know. I don't always say ratchet. I mean, she looked okay. I mean, she's no Amber Heard. I mean, how old is, uh, is she? I would say probably 50. I'll, I'm guessing. Nah, she's got to be like 60s. 50s. Probably. I think she looks she's okay. 65. For 65, she looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess she's born in '67. When you've got like 45 trainers, and you're married to an Australian country music star, I'm sure, which is uh, ironic in and of itself. But we'll, that's for another time. Speaking of Down Under, uh, a lot of this movie was shot and filmed in Australia. Did you guys know that? <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. 
Yes. Uh, the Village Roadshow Studio, right, John, in Gold Coast, Queensland. Yep. Uh, we had some production in, held in Canada. There you go, John. Woot, woot. You and your square money with holes in it and your loons. Oh, uh, some was shot in Italy and Morocco. Was Morocco where they were shooting the scene uh, where Mantis appears finally with the helmet? No, that was that was definitely in no, I think I would, Morocco Italy. was the desert. And Canada was the uh, the lighthouse. So Canada, the Canada scenes, I think, were those, was the lighthouse or Maine, I think, is what it, what it was. And then, yeah, like, and Julie was right. About the I other thought two. Canada was the was where they shot the um, the like the port where like they were at the bar and stuff. Yeah, Maine, right? Because in the movie, it's Maine. Oh, yeah, right. I think that was in Canada. I don't know if the lighthouse was. Yeah, that's in Canada. I think well, I think the lighthouse was in Canada. I could be wrong, but I think that whole the, all those scenes with this father, I think was was the Canada scenes. Ah, That's what I'm trying gotcha. to say. And then the 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 opening like scene too. His father, uh, Tom Curry, who is played by Tamiro. Tam, how do you say his name? Tamoria Morrison. Am I saying his name wrong? Wasn't he a clone? Uh, or wasn't he was Boba? Uh, yeah, he he was. He, he, was, Boba Boba, he was Django or, Fett. No, he, he was. was um, to me, yeah. I want to say. Django, yeah, he was yeah, Django. Django he was the Boba's father. Yeah, Tamira Morrison. I guess that's how you pronounce. Okay, we'll go with that. Pronouncing isn't our strong suit here on the show. Send your hate mail to somebody else because I'm not reading it. Uh, Amber Heard plays Mira. Now I don't yes. like her in anything else yes. but this movie with the red she, hair. I thought she was great. I really liked I her. In her lines were a little weak though. She's beautiful, man. Her, she was eye candy. I mean, yeah, but she's. Yeah, she's iconic because she's. Oh yeah, I, I agree. So. But I feel like a lot of her lines were kind of weak. Her her lines were weak. Um, some of the some of the parts of it I didn't really really enjoy with her. Like, I, I just I, out of nowhere, some fish lady shows up and starts talking to him, and it was just like, "Who are you? And what the f are you doing?" Like, it was just it made no sense. Well, I don't know where this fish league shows up. You had to watch Justice League, though. No, I. You had to watch Justice League because they they interact in Justice League. I think that's the the assumption for like that they already met. Right, before, I know, but so here's the thing: you got to think like this is why DC is in big trouble. And, and just hear me out, right? I agree. You can't create. You can't do Justice League first, and then do this the the side movies after that, like the you know all that stuff. You can't do that. You. You got to do it in the same realm that Marvel did. And you have to develop and understand each character because not everybody's going to go see Justice League. Not everybody's going to see that movie. Some people are going to watch the Aquaman movie and be like, who the fuck are these people? So it was like, well, who I, are you people? It was just the hype of these and, and then it's it felt like it was too fast. Like they were just rushing to and then all of a sudden they got to the underwater. They got to Atlantis and then you're like what what is happening like it was just so it's such a jumbled mess it was hard. I, I think though that they got a lot of story um i i i mean look at what they're dealing with here um the dc characters uh like aquaman or i hate to say cartoonish but in in the older comics pre-52 uh dc was always kind of looked at at least i looked at it as a more of a light-hearted comic book company you know like uh they had a policy with no killing or something for a long time or whatever and they always felt like a lighter kind of characters um when dc relaunched you know and did the 52 and changed the characters up and all that 
you know, and then they're doing these movies. They have to take a character that's supposed to be the king of Atlantis. He talks to fish. He wears this orange, like my shirt in the, in the green, like in the, in the tights. And they got to put him in a live action movie and try to make it fit into some type of reality that we can connect to. That is not easy. Um, so, you know, I think that this movie could have been better. I think it's probably one of the better DC movies to date. Yeah. No, it's not better than Wonder Woman. No, I think Wonder Woman. I rank, I rank it second to Wonder Woman. Uh, I read somewhere, I don't know if it was Zack Snyder or it was DC, but they regret not doing the origin films before Justice League. And so you could already tell they're making a mistake because I read somewhere they want they should have stuck with all the origin films and then do uh, Justice League like Avengers did. And now I'm hearing word that they're scrapping the whole shared universe and just going to make. Movies. See, here's the problem. Yeah. DC is they're so far behind Marvel that they're trying to catch up to Marvel by doing like how Marvel did. Let's get Justice League. No. Just stop. Just do that's what that. you know. Just just do your own thing. Hopefully let the characters good. develop and and let them play to their strengths on their own. You don't need to rush out a movie like Justice League. You don't need to rush. I feel like they rushed Aquaman. I feel like they rushed this. Like Chris said, I think they could have made this phenomenal, but it, it just turned into a circus show and it's a joke. Like this is a joke of a movie. Like, I can't believe I wasted two hours and 30 minutes of my life watching this hot pile of crap. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go through the, the character, the cast list here. Uh, so I mentioned Amber Heard. Uh, we got William Defoe as Volku. I could never get when when his name was mentioned. I got it wrong Volko. so many times. And I'm probably William. saying it wrong now. But William uh, Defoe. It's Volko. Great Will, actor. William Defoe. He's good. He is cool. But in this movie, he looked like a complete dingling. This movie, it was so confusing because, like, all of a sudden, he's with the bad king. And I'm like, wow, you're a dick. And then all of a sudden, they're showing flashbacks to him training, you know, Aquaman or Arthur. And I'm like, okay, you're a good guy. Wait, what? And then he's a dick again. And then he's good. And then he's in that underwater ship. And he's giving this secret thing. I'm like, wait, are you, like, setting him up? Like, what is – there was no, like – I'm like, are you a good guy? Or are you a bad guy? Who are you? What What is your direction? Like, like every it, time I see William Defoe, I'm waiting for him to pull out Boondock Saints, where he's like, "It was not motherfucking." <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> oh you know, yeah, that was that. an awesome scene. Dude, that, was, that was awesome. Yeah. Or like they really had him uh, wrangled in, and I, I, I kind of, kind of wanted yeah, more. Kind of came like a bitch too. <laughs> I wanted more Defoe. Like, make sure he has a view. I'm like, this is the stupidest. There was who wrote this shit. But I mean, uh, William Defoe looked Willem, Willem, whatever. He looked neat when they when they put him in at a younger self. Uh, with the way, yeah, they I thought I thought he was a good cool. asset to the to the film. I just wish that his lines weren't trash. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so we got Patrick Wilson that's as right King Orem. I like this yeah, I villain. Did. I did. Too. Ocean I Master. like Ocean Master King or I think this he he stole him and Mantis I think stole the show no in way. my opinion I think they're a great two great villains I think King or was a great villain okay uh Joey did you like King Orm as a villain I, I I liked it myself um thought the actor was a bit of a pussy he you could just tell like it was it was 
It was a guy with a mommy complex. That's what it was. When he donned and, the armor, though, from the comic book, like very spot on, I was like, yeah, the armor the was on? probably the best part of it. But he they, was a bitch. Job. You know, but real quick, they did a good job explaining the technology, sort of how it's all connected to, to water. Well, not really explaining it, but kind of making that work in the armor and how certain people can breathe above water and certain people can't. So that that they the high born. That, that's really all they said was if you're high born you can breathe uh, above water if that kept was it that's it all they said kept it simple it wasn't some magical metachlorian bullshit they kept it simple and I like Listen, that metachlorians are complicated okay mm -hmm. it's just the way it is all right next we had Nicole Kidman uh, as Atlanta Atlanta however you say that shit um, I liked her in the movie I like Nicole Kidman. Um, we had Dolph Lundgren, uh, King Nearest. When I saw Do Dolph, I didn't even Lundgren, know it was him. I'm like, yeah, Dolph Lundgren. I, <laughs> I didn't even realize realize it was right? him. And he looks pretty. I mean, he looks beat, but he, I don't think he looks terrible. <laughs> he definitely looks beat, bro. I don't think he's terrible considering what he's gone through. Him in Creed too. He definitely looks beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> uh, we have Yasha Abdul Mateen the second. As Manta, um, I think that I like was Manta cool. this. No, I like how it was garbage. Come on, wait a second. No, I like they, Manta. They brought this him man. in, in a dumb. I thought was kind of dumb. Like, would Aquaman really leave him and his dad there to die? Like, uh, let the ocean judge you, or whatever the hell that line was. That was freaking stupid, also. But uh, we got to see. We also got to see in that scene that that uh, that uh, uh, what's his name, Arthur Curry, is bulletproof. So that answers that question. But right. you didn't like Manta at all? Julie? No. No, Why? it was it was ridiculous. It was so stupid. That's like you could have done you could have done Mantra any other way. And I'd have been like, I'd have been like, yo, this is lit. But it looked so cheesy and cheap. It was horrible. I liked it. I like sh they showed him making his armor, like making the helmet. Like I love that whole scene was awesome. You know, I, I really like Manta. Like, I thought he was, it was a like good one villain. of the fastest villain backstory creations in a movie. You know what I mean? Uh, I, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, Manta was always kind of a dumb villain, in my opinion, in the DC world. And here he is uh, making some waves. I mean, I think that they didn't utilize the character enough. Uh, I, maybe too many villains because he he just seemed to be like a like a, like a roadblock like a, like a like a speed bump in the movie instead of maybe you know what I would have done. Sorry, what I would have done is I would have had you. I would have had the whole. I would have kept the whole submarine scene, but then just have like your cutscene him making the Black Manta armor, and then you lead the second movie where Black Manta is his main villain. I would have done something like yeah, that. Yeah, but see, the problem was the helmet looked like it looked like something out of Honey I Shrunk the Kids. It was trash. That's Black Hammer. No, helmet, it looked though. like it's garbage. That's a, I don't know how you make it any better. Like it that's, looked so. That's that's Black Manta, man, from the comics. I mean, I don't know how else you make horrible. it better. The whole outfit looked like garbage. I don't know. I just I was just like literally when that part came, I was like, what? I was I was done. I was just I was over it at that point. Yeah, I, I like the helmet. Uh, I like the way it was created. I don't know. I, I enjoyed 
I thought his costume was great. Yeah, I thought the costume was pretty good. You know, I don't think it was. We will bad. agree to disagree on that point. Fair enough. All right, let's see. Um, the the like rest the of these minor Jesse, characters. I don't uh, know if you want to rest. Mantis' father. I, I kind of felt bad for that guy dying the way he did, even though they they did. You know, he's a pirate. How do you feel bad for a pirate? Because he you know, killed he's innocent people. Well, I'm not saying that that's good. I'm just saying. Yeah, I just I don't know. Michael Beach is a great actor, though. I used to I used to watch him on um, Third Watch. It was a great show. Yeah, me too. I also like the uh, the young guy, the young people, Tamor uh, and Tenu Kirkwood, the two Kirkwood twins. I guess they're twins uh, playing as the young authors. I think they did a nice job finding someone that kind of looks like. Uh, yeah, that was cool. That was neat. The one scene I really, really liked was when um, when they were at the aquarium. This was one of the things that I really, really yeah. loved. When they were at the aquarium and the kids were picking on him and like the shark was like, no, you're not going to mess with him. And then all of a sudden he turned around and he put his hand up and, and the, the sonic waves went through. And then he like calmed the fish down. And I was like, yo. Then he turned around and then his eyes went yellow. I was like, whoa. Like that part I liked. I thought that was really cool. He's the only one that can talk with the, he's the only one that can do that of all the uh, Atlanteans, which is, I kind of want to know why. That's, well, it's because he's the true that's another thing. Just put, put up, just add metachlorines to it. Why not? Why the hell not? I, I, th- I kind of thought that was, it was, it was interesting, but I had a couple of, inter- uh, of issues with that scene. For one, um, he's, I, I, I don't know, it's just like talking to fish thing was kind of, I know that he does it in the comics and he does it in the animated, you know, when he puts his hand on his hand. Yeah, but if you think about it, though, Chris, the way that they did it, Mm -hmm. you know, with him just putting his his hand up and the Sonic coming out, it's not like, you know, he's like standing there talking to fish or whatever. The way they kind of did it was that they showed it as a power that he has, like a like an extension of who he is which was really well done. Like if he was just walking out, like just f- swimming by and like he was talking to a whale, like, Hey, what's up? Like that would have been really stupid. But the, like when he got, when they went into the, the whale's mouth and he put his hand on the inside and he was communicating with it, like it, the way they did that part, I liked, I thought that was, it wasn't cheesy. Oh, yeah. I thought it was really well done. The Pinocchio reference was fun as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one surprised me. Julie Andrews was in this movie. Where? Where? She voiced, uh, was it? Cass- Is that one of the oh, fish people? What's that name? Cassandra? I have no idea. Squ- I'm on IMDb and she's, I don't know what the character is. K A R A T N. I have no idea what character. Was that the beast, maybe? Oh, maybe. The giant beast that he was talking to, yes. I think. Uh, there, there is. So that's awesome. Wow. I just, I just noticed. How did I not even realize that? There is a bunch of people. I just, I'm, I'm on IMDb. Uh, uh, people, there are a bunch of people live on the show in the chat, and I just noticed that it's going crazy here. I didn't realize we had so many people watching. Uh, but uh, Dre makes a great, great point uh, about the powers. The Atlanteans all had different powers. It was part of their evolution when Atlantis sank. He can communicate when he had to battle that creature to get the trident. He was able to communicate and talk to the sea creature. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so thank you, Dre. That's awesome for clearing that up. And Kente, who is the owner of Indie Radio here, uh, asked, did my son like Aquaman? My son hasn't watched it yet. Uh, I didn't take him to the movies to see it. I uh, I might have gotten it. Uh, <laughs> I might have streamed it illegally 
to watch it before um, for the podcast. Uh, I may take him to see it, or I may just wait till I'll probably wait till it comes out and I'll stream it either on uh, one of the streaming services or I'll buy it on iTunes. Even if the movie is terrible, I still buy all the DC movies to to show support because I love that DC. I love that Marvel, the DC, that all these companies are making uh, making movies. And yes, Dre, I did love Man of Steel. I'm going to kind of talk to that, talk about that Me in too. a second. So, um, a lot of awesome points to this movie. A lot of bad ones, apparently. So, Julie, you're not liking this movie at all. Nope. I, I like the scene. I like to see. I like to see CGI in the movie. I think they did a pretty decent job with the battle scenes, being underwater. Um, yeah, except for the whole lava underwater thing. You didn't like that. That, that at all? literally that made happens. like like what? That made no sense. Lava underwater. Yeah, there's lava. There's the, yeah, lit up. There's like there's volcanoes in the sea. It's half there's the science behind this stuff. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's science. I know you're Canadian <laughs> and all, but you have to look it up. Just look it up. I'm telling you, there's there's Lava is the hottest comes thing. From the you depths, can, but it's not. You can't have hottest. like running lava underwater. I think you can. No, you I can't. Know, I'm, I'm oh my god! No, you can't. I'm not either. But let's move on to to more parts of the movie here. Um, I want to go back to the scene where uh, young Arthur puts his hand up and he's talking to the fish and at the at the aquarium because there was something that really drove me crazy about that. You have this big ass shark, right? And it slams into the glass. I don't. And think that's that, really heavy glass. Yeah, I don't think that could have actually broke that glass. Cracked. It couldn't have cracked it, honestly. But it maybe it it could have. have. I don't you know. don't know because sharks don't do that stuff. I, shark I mean, would have killed, killed itself doing that. But it was good for the movie. It was definitely good for the movie and showing the point that he can talk to fish and everyone's like, oh my god. Uh, but uh, on another note, a scene that I did enjoy was the actual battle, the Ring of Fire battle. Which I thought was really good. Yes, I I really like the uh, the that battle between Or the first battle with Or and Aquaman. It really was nice. I really loved it. You know, and he held it, and Aquaman held his own until uh, Or destroyed his mom's uh, his mom's yeah, trident. That kind of demoralized him big time. That was that was a good scene. Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, well, that, that part of the movie I did like, but when we went on the adventure and we're, uh, well, the desert part was kind of fun too. When the mirror is like, oh, we're here. And they jump, she just jumps out of the plane. Like no fucks given, no parachute needed. Just whoosh, out we go. That was kind of funny. I, I enjoyed that part. Yeah. Who knew fish could fly? And of course the whole sweat making the, you know, activating the, uh, the key. Yeah, but then the whole, like, I could have just peed on it. That was like, dude, why do we need that? See, I think stuff? the bad writing takes away from this movie yeah, just, just chuck it up the bat here's, what, here's one of the things here's one of the things i really loved about this movie um i really loved where they washed up all the garbage and all that stuff from the sea at all the different ports and everything and they talked about you know it was very social you know especially with what we're dealing with with climate change and everything like that and we've got to clean up the sea you know in order to to help preserve the planet i really liked that aspect of it only problem with it was they didn't go further. They kind of just let it hang there with like all the garbage. And then it was more of a battle between the two brothers, you know, and, and 
I don't know. It was, but I really liked it because of the social aspect of it. You know how important it is that you know we clean it up. We clean up the sea, you know, especially with what we're dealing with with climate change. So I really enjoyed that portion of it. But they just kind of let it hang there, which was awkward. Well, the whole Ocean Master in the comics, he's always wanted to wage war against the surface, so he always wants to take the throne from. Uh, Aquaman, so he can lead a war against the uh, surface. This is actually this plot is from Chris. He'll know this. This is from Throne of Atlantis, essentially. This is from Throne of the Justice League, Throne of Atlantis. Only there's no Justice League in it, but this is almost like Throne of Atlantis, where he has to take the throne to stop a war. It's I kind of like it. The animated version was good. Did you watch the animated movie? Yeah. Yes, I enjoyed that very much. But uh, that's I want to mention this real quick. I was. Someone said in the chat, I don't know who it was, uh, that Momoa made the movie work, even with the shitty writing. And I, I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, I don't think that... It's good to look at. Yeah, but if you didn't cast... I mean, I think they did a great job casting him as Aquaman. I don't, I don't know if they could have I done agree. a better job. But that really brought a lot to this movie and to Aquaman's franchise, really. I mean, that, that's, that's a big part of it right there. Um, I mean, I still think that the movie was was lame. Uh, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. You know, just having a DC uh, character on the screen gets me excited. I like that. Um, just seeing comic book movies in general on the screen, I like that. Because you, you would have told me this, you know, 25 years ago. Hey, some of your favorite characters, whether they be DC or Marvel, are going to be on, uh, have a movie uh, in live action, I would have said, ah, you're lying to me. Uh, it's We live in an amazing time these days where we can have this kind of stuff. Now, the writing was was kind of shitty. The jokes were kind of dumb. But we got some action. Uh, and we got some more superhero content to watch, which is what's really selling these days at the movie theater, honestly. Well, I found it really interesting that they were able to do these, these fight scenes and action scenes and stuff underwater. Like... Now, obviously, they didn't shoot the movie underwater. It's all CGI. But, you know, the way that they they were able to, you know, blend it in as if it was a regular on land action movie, that was actually really well done. Um, they were able to, you know, really make sure that the, the hair would, you know, flow the right way, would it be underwater and stuff like that. So the the way that they did the the fighting and action sequences that was actually really well done. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, as for the, um, uh, the makeup, the, uh, costumes, I, uh, the way they did the, uh, the wardrobe, I thought it worked very well. Yeah. It blended really nice. And I was I worried. Go ahead, John. The- I like with special effects. I like that they can go like, I like when they go super fast in the water. Yeah, that like, was cool. It's almost like it's that was awesome. They can go like all of them could just go super fast underwater. Underwater. Yeah, that I was cool that when, was they, when they showed and him I really him did like Willem the special on the top of the of the rock, and I was like, wow, what what are they doing? And they jumped in, yeah. and but you know the whole sequence of the going back where Willem Dafoe is like grooming him and showing him, you know how what powers they have and all that stuff. That was really neat because it would really helped you as the person like. Again, like I say, if you hadn't seen Justice League and you're just watching Aquaman and that's it, it really helped you kind of understand what Aquaman could and couldn't do type of thing. So that was really neat. I also like uh, 
Well, at first I was worried. I don't know how you guys felt with not seeing Aquaman in his costume and the way they were going to present that. And I, 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 I have to say I agree, John. I liked it as well. But yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I thought that was fun. I liked it. I mean, because uh, that's like the true king outfit, yeah. right? That's whatever his king's the guy's name was. They that's his I'm true just glad outfit. They didn't make and the outfit liked- look uh, ridiculous. Like it, it was just enough where it wasn't like you know this is yeah. this is kind of cheesy. They made it, it. It was just enough. Iconic for the character, but not stupid like Green Lantern. Yeah, <laughs> no. <Valid. laughs> that was totally, totally so valid. You want to talk about a bad DC movie? Let's talk about that. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, I and uh, the I the agree. actual Justice League outfit he wore was awesome as well. And when when I watched the movie Justice League, uh, I thought that was going to be a strident, and I thought, okay, well, he just gets the trident like that. And of course, then they they were talking about the Aquaman um, standalone movie, and I thought, okay, this is where it's going to get awesome. I kind of was hoping that the him getting the trident, I was kind of hoping that would be a little bit more of a test. You know, when he finally went through the waterfall and he was gone, I, I was like, okay, now there's just this weird giant squid thing smacking you around. Okay, that's no, fine, but I was kind of hoping that there would be like a more of a test to prove himself. I think him talking yeah. to her proved himself because no one, she said no one since the actual King, whatever his name is, I'm going to find his name because no one has ever talked to me like that. No one's ever talked to me like that since King, uh, was it right here? Whatever his name was, uh, King uh, Atlan, you know? So, and that's the last guy to wield this, this. So obviously if you're the last guy, if you're the first guy to talk to this ridiculous creature i'm not even sure uh, what it was. then you can wield it so i don't know what it was i thought it was a kraken uh but that thing's okay. huge like holy crap would aquaman have won yeah. if he didn't have the creature against, against ocean master at the end of the movie when when uh aquaman well he beat him single combat like, hey, here i am and here's my big creature and you're all gonna you know Oh, you're talking about like the big crab thing that he was riding on? Yeah, at the end of the movie. If he didn't have the giant giant crab louse creature thing. Yeah, but then then they go up to the surface. He ends up beating him. Yeah, but they go up up to the surface and then they're on the deck of that like one ship thing. Gente says he had crabs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's a crab though, Chris. I don't think it's a crab. I think it's just this giant sea monster. Crab louse thing. I don't know what the hell it was, but did you guys, okay, so did you guys like that ending scene? I thought that the battle with the crabs, the crab people was kind of neat. The crab people were cool. Uh, the I, trench crazy fish people were kind of neat. And uh, I like the fish people. Dude, like, Chris, oh, you know those like the guys that when they went to the trench, those creatures, yeah. didn't it remind you from the creature from the Black Lagoon? A little bit, you're like, like the, the hands. Like yeah, it was awesome. like, wait, what's happening right now? Not the faces. The, it, they look like a cross between like a a man, the creature of the Black Lagoon, and a uh, um, piranha face. Like yeah, were, it was, it was weird. weird. That was kind of neat. Yeah, my my favorite scene was that battle where Ocean Master he finally puts on the iconic oh, glass the, the mask, 
And he's like, rise, Atlantis. And you see just an arm. Like, I love when you see the visual of all the guys riding sharks and all the ships. And then they, they go, like, they wage war against the brim. And I, Yo, love, I love that. that whole thing. I love that they were I, I wanted it to be a little bit longer. Yo, that was the coolest thing. Like, I was yeah. like, dude, this is great. I, I will say, I think the battle was rushed a little bit. I wanted to, I would have loved if they well, cut to. a little bit less other stuff and made the battle a little bit bigger and a little bit more longer. And the fight with, I think they also rushed Aquaman fighting or that was a little bit rushed too, but that whole scene and then him fighting or, and just destroying the, 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 I mean, it's awesome. I, that's my favorite is that that whole ending sequence, the whole battle leading up to Aquaman finally fighting, you know, bringing in the trench people, that big monster, and then finally beating. I really Orc. liked, I really liked uh, visually Atlantis. I thought it looked stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was gorgeous. And I like the, the uh, the backstory for Atlantis also, and the yeah that was cool too. Yeah, the explanation to how they were more advanced than everybody else, and how that kind of affected their abilities, um, in their world. I thought that was really really well done. As well. Yeah, I, I really like that too. Well, because that's that's how Atlantis was a myth. Well, the mythology of Atlantis in our time was that it was this, uh, uh technological thing, and then it just kind of like sank into the ocean i like that they explained how it was just one kingdom and then when it sunk it broke off into all like you had it broke off into separate kingdoms so you had like Dolph lundgren's kingdom, kingdom you had the brim you had and then some of them disappeared like obviously the sierra desert was once ocean and then that kind of they they kind of fell off so i kind of like that explanation of all the kingdoms broke away from atlantis yeah that was really well done i i, I thought that was that was if I had to pick, that was probably one of my favorite parts when they showed Atlantis and then they they went through the backstory with it. Um, that was really cool because it was like I remember as a kid growing up and you would read like, you know, stories about Atlantis, you know, and I was like, I want to see it. And then to get a visual of it like that was really, really, really well done, I thought. There was a lot of Hi, Monica. nice stuff in this movie. I mean. When um, uh, a princess girl was wearing that uh, Mara, whatever her name is, she's wearing that really neat uh, gown, and the back of it are like jelly. They're jellyfish. Yeah, that was so cool how they did that. Didn't see that until the yeah. second uh, watch through of the movie. And that was that was really thing. cool. I, you know what's yeah. funny though? I think I have to watch it again because I'm pretty sure that I missed a lot of stuff because I was just shaking my head a lot, like what the hell. I think if I go back and watch it again, I'll see a lot of stuff that I may have missed. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to change the story, that's for sure, in the writing. <laughs> but there were some little details I thought were really cool. Like like that, those kind of details. I like that in a movie, especially, you know, I'm eventually going to own this on my giant 4K TV now. And I like to, I really like seeing those things. Like when you when you look at the scroll work that's on the trident or like in the armor, like when, when Man of Steel came out, I loved the way they did his, his outfit. And I'm I'm sitting there like pause staring at it like, oh, that looks so cool. But no, I'm a Superman nerd. It's because you love Superman. My favorite. In terms of, I like that. In terms man. of, uh, how do you guys think? We kind of touched on this earlier. How do you think Aquaman did compared to the other DC movies to date? Uh, we're- I rank it second. Well, I rank it second which, to Wonder Woman. How far back are we going saying with a the DCs, lot. though? That's the thing. Let's say, like some of the Superman from 2013 on. What? 
Let's say from the new universe, so 2013 right. on. Okay, we'll do that because we're not talking about the original stuff. We're not talking about Michael Keaton Batman. Because if you go, none of that. We're just talking well, no, about- no, no. I was thinking, I was thinking of the reboot of Superman, the ones that like we were excited for, and then we yeah. watched them, and then we're like, you mean like Superman Returns, where Superman is is a creeper? No, 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 no. no. I'm going from 2013. I'm going from 2013. Man, okay. So on. nothing. The one, the reboot was like around the time you got married. Remember, Chris, because you came into the yeah, Superman theme song. Whatever. It was terrible. That's what I'm saying. They're garbage. That's why I don't watch them, or why I'm not trying to remember them. I got it. Second. All right. So we're going from 2013 forward. Right. Okay. Yeah, I got a second to Wonder Woman. Keep in mind, I go into now any DC movie. I go into very low expectations. Just so I don't get disappointed. So if, if it is good, I I can't. I, I'm sorry. I saw. I saw. I mean, I like. I like Batman v Superman. There's parts that I like. I like Justice League. You know, Suicide Squad was okay though. I got some issues with that. So I go into everything with like this low expectation, and then if it exceeds, then I'm happy. But I'm not going to be disappointed again by DC. Okay, so I I, I rank it second to Wonder Woman. Okay, what about you, Julie? Um, I would put Wonder Woman first, um, probably Man of Steel second. Uh, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion, and I apologize, but it's just how I feel. Uh, I feel Batman versus Superman uh, would be three, uh, and then I would probably put this one at four. And that's probably where I would put it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, for me personally, um, if you can't tell, I'm probably going to be biased here. Uh, Man of Steel was first. Man of Steel is still my favorite superhero movie to date. I don't care how good Marvel is doing or DC relaunching Man of Steel and having yeah, Henry. What's his name? Henry Cavalli. He's awesome. As he's as really good at it. Cavall. Uh, so Man of Steel is always going to be my number one. Always. Number two would be Wonder Woman. Number three would be Aquaman. And then I would do Batman versus Superman. Uh, that might change if the Flash movie comes out and it's going to be awesome. Don't hold their breath on well, that one. I swear to God, if they screw up, I'm going to be pissed if they screw it up. I'm a little worried. Who's directing? Who's the directing problem Flash? now, they, I don't even think it's started oh. filming yet, to be I honest. I really hope they don't screw that up because if you, you got to hit Flash out of the park. The problem now is when you go into gonna Flash, the everyone's going to come. Here's the problem. The problem with the Flash is. Everyone's going to instantly compare it to the TV show. And a lot of people think Gufferson, that's his name, I think, he's the best. He's an amazing Flash. And I think, unfairly, whatever this movie is, it's going to get compared to that. And I I don't think you can play Flash better than the way Grant Gufferson does in, in the Flash TV yeah. show. Speaking of, mm-hmm. I agree with you, John. Speaking of, of TV shows, the mu- some of the music in Aquaman felt similar to the music in Arrow. Like the way they, they had that high pitched, John. You probably know what I'm talking about. That's you know? yes. Okay, so if you're talking about the, I, I have stuff, to go back yeah. and look. The now. orchestra stuff was good, but yeah, the whole was, like random pitbull yeah. crappy rap song in the middle of the movie was garbage. Like that I don't was such that trash. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember pitbull. I got to go back now. Like, but when they were coming, when they were coming out of the water and they were like on their way through India, uh, the Indian Ocean or whatever, oh, and they oh. got on the the beach. It was a pit bull. So I was like, what, what the hell is happening? Right. This is so what <laughs> I was done. I was like, what? Yeah. The score in the movie, I thought was very well done. 
the yeah. orchestra stuff, like that part of it was fantastic. Yeah. It really felt like, I know it's going to sound weird, but it felt underwatery, and I liked that. It did. Yeah. I, no, I, I'm a cancer, so I'm, I'm a water sign. Chris, you are too. I love the water. So this had to like really, I really had to love it because it's Aquaman for Christ's sake. You know, I, I always felt like I was a fish out of water. And it missed the mark big time. So it's, I guess it's fair to say that you would not recommend this movie to your fellow nerds to watch. No, I, I feel like they sh everybody should watch it and draw their own conclusion to how they feel. You know, that's the, the beauty of, you know, superhero movies, you know, whether it's DC. Listen, the DC Marvel, you know, fans back and forth, you know, it's it was always like a great battle. And I feel like, you know, people should definitely watch it and draw their own conclusions. I, I wouldn't want to hinder anybody from watching the movie. You know, I, I would just caution you that it's not like... If you're going in expecting like Iron Man or Captain America, forget it because it's not happening. It's not even close to those kinds of, or like even another obscured character, Doctor Strange, right? Strange Love. You, you're, it's an obscure character, but when you watch that movie, you're like, yo, this is a great movie. You would hope like that Aquaman would hit that mark and it just didn't at all. It just didn't. So that's my opinion. Please watch it for yourselves and draw your own conclusion. Kente wanted to know, uh, would you watch it again, Julie? Actually, I would. I would watch it again because I think the first time, you know, when I was actually watching it originally, I was just constantly shaking my head like, what the hell am I watching? So I think I missed some stuff. There's might have been some substance that I missed. So, yeah, I would definitely watch it again just to make sure that, you know, my assessment of it is accurate. All right, so we're getting closer to the end of the show here. I saw it twice. Because we only have an hour window. Because you're so what we're going to do is we're going to uh, we're going to review them. We're going to give the the our rating. So if you haven't heard the podcast before, I know it's been almost three years since we recorded. Um, we used to record this with pocket protectors, yeah, because we're nerds. So we're going to do that again, except for yeah. we're going to do one to five. So on a scale of one to five pocket protectors. And any other final comments you might want to have on the movie? Uh, Julie, how many pocket protectors would you rate this movie? One being the worst, five being the best. Is there anything you would want to change about the movie to make it better? Uh, go. I would give it three pocket protectors. Uh, and the reason why I say that is, one, I liked uh, the underwater fight stuff. I thought they, the CGI in this and the, and the cinematography was really well done. Um, some of the take out the crappy rap, the music was really well done. Um, and, uh, Jason was, uh, obviously the fantastic eye candy and that's great coming from a lesbian. I thought, wow, holy God, he's hot. Um, but I really, there were certain, uh, there were certain aspects of it. I liked, you know, I liked the social uh, aspect of it with, you know, like we talked about with the ocean cleanup. I thought that was really cool. Um, I know Kente, right? What? Um, but yeah, so I mean, I would I would give it a three, uh, just because I'm you know there were some aspects of it I liked, uh, but I'm not giving it any more than that because the story was the the writing was crap. Okay, um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it uh, probably three and a half pocket protectors. Um, the story was weak, but I definitely enjoyed the action for what it was. Um, I'm a, I, I like Jason Momoa. Um, maybe he's not the best actor in the world, but I, I did like him. I, I like him as Aquaman very much. I think that DC did a good job casting him uh, for this particular role. 
you have a lot of pretty iconic actors in here. You have Willem, uh, Willem Dafoe. I mean, come on. It was the motherfucking Antichrist. <laughs> uh, I, I love, I love, uh, he, he's one of those actors I really like. Kind of like um, Walken. Uh, I like him as well. So they're kind of like in the same ballpark to me. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. I like her. So she was in the movie. And of course, we have Jango Fett in the movie, which was cool. And she's so 51, I, not 65. I don't want people to th throw us hate mail. Yeah, but she looks incredible for her age. I like Dolph Lundgren. I thought having him in the movie was kind of fun. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of people in here. Uh, Yaha Abdul Mateen. I think he did good as Manta. And Julie I, Andrews, that we didn't even know about. I know Julie Andrews, who I, I love. I can go back and rewatch it just because it's Julie Andrews. He's one of my favorite actors and people on the planet. I mean, nobody does Mary Poppins like Julie Andrews did. Thank you. Anybody says. Julie, Thank Julie you. Andrews is the, she's Mary Poppins, period. That's all I can say about that. I love you, Emily Blunt, but nah, fam. Nah. So there was a lot of a lot of good in this movie, even though there was a, a whole lot of bad. The CGI, I think, was well done, even though it was very, very heavy on that front. But, I mean, how could you not do that? We're underwater Water, yeah. for most of the movie. Uh, battle scenes, and we're riding on the back of, of sharks and some kind of whale dinosaur creatures. Um, I got to say, though, the, the journey to the center of the Earth was kind of dumb, and you have the dinosaurs running around. I thought that was kind of corny. Um, but what are you going to do? You know, the writing was weak, but I did have a fun time in this adventure. Um, I'm glad I did not go to the movies to see this, but I will end up buying it to put into my DC collection. Um, I just hope that DC can get their shit together. Right. Get at it. So I'm going to give it about three and a half pocket protectors. And uh, I'm hoping for the best for DC. And I hope they don't relaunch the franchise after they just establish these characters. All right, General Jonathan Stomach-Glover, you have the last say on this movie. Give us your rating and review, pal. I'm going to give it three and a half out of five. Uh, I think it could have been a little bit shorter. I would have I would have saved Black Manta for the second movie. I would have had him in the submarine, but then there maybe a cut scene at the end where he's making the Black Manta armor, and that leads to the second movie. Uh, like the Yeah, there was a lot of corny lines in it, so there's that. Uh, but I did love the big battle at the end. I thought the special effects was amazing. Uh, the the fast swimming was awesome. It kind of like Superman in the air, but in in the ocean. So I thought that was awesome. You know, outside of that, Jason Momoa, he's not the best actor, but he did good in this. I think he was a good casting as Aquaman. I love. I think Jason. I think King Orn, uh, Patrick Wilson. I think that was a great DC villain. I thought he was amazing. And considering they don't have a really great villains in the DC, this DC universe so far, he's a good villain. So outside that, I've I've seen it twice in the theater. So I recommend seeing it. And I mean, outside that, I mean, yeah, that's good. What should have been should have been a little bit uh, less time and more on the. I'm battle. a little disappointed we didn't get any cameos from any of our DC characters. Like Superman doesn't show up. Uh, or even Batman, and I was a little I think bit. That would have been too that. much. Well, I'm worried about that because there are rumors that Cavill may not be doing Superman. Although Momoa said that that's not true, that he still wants to do it. There's rumors that Ben Affleck isn't going to be doing Batman anymore, and this is after they have established these. Characters. No, no, no. Ben Affleck is doing it. So he, he's just he's not directing it. They're, they're doing a Batman oh. movie on its own. He was supposed to direct it, but he is no longer directing it, and that's why it was delayed because they had to find a new director. Affleck. Okay. I think, I think it's because the reason there wasn't Justice League characters here is because I think they're scrapping the shared universe and just stick it to 
because I think it was a I think they're failing at shared. So I think they're just gonna stick to let's just make yeah. single movies and just go from there. But I think the shared universe, I think there's they can't get they can't get Flash made, I think, and Batman is taking forever to be made. So to do a, it's I think they're scrapping that. That's well, the latest I think thing that I they need to keep it shared. Otherwise, I'm not going to be sticking on the DC movie bandwagon because I like the shared part. That's what really brings it to me. Uh, real quick, I just want to say uh, to everyone that's been supporting us here at Total Nerd Takeover Studios, we really appreciate it. Our website is under construction because we're doing a lot of different stuff with my company. But you can find out a lot of stuff we do at tnerdt.com or totalnerdtakeover.com. Uh, we have a lot of new stuff going on. And don't forget, if you like Behind the Iron Throne, check out Behind the Iron Throne. Um, you know, you get it Game on of Thrones, you mean our Game of Thrones uh, podcast. It's really, really fun. Uh, you can check it out on Facebook. You can find it wherever podcasts are. And I'm also working on a podcast educational website called YesYouCanPodcast.com. We live in an amazing world where everyone's voice can be heard. And I'm going to take my years and years of experience and teach people how to be heard online, whether people want to hear your voice or not. <laughs> Uh, so that's just some of the stuff I wanted to mention. You can find all my social media at Chris J Gray, the number seven. And of course, for our podcast listeners, we'll have everything in the show notes. And I want to thank you guys for being on the show. Julie, thanks again for being here. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. And uh, thanks, Kente, for inviting uh, us to do yeah. uh, be a part of his 24 hours uh, podcasting. It was great. Yeah. On Indie Radio. Indie right? Radio. 24 hours of podcasting. God bless you, uh, Kente.